0: Welcome to hell. Do I get any of that delicious beer, or are you keeping that you for yourself? You like this one, oh, the Melons one. I thought she said she wanted one. I have All some. It's
1: right. right here. I, I keep it on the floor because knowing me, I'll knock it over, and it'll hit the cameras. So.
0: Camera's on stands, don't worry. I know, but no, something okay. will get <laughs> damaged. Something will get fucked up. Right. I
1: always keep my water and coffee away from my laptop when I'm working mm. because I'm just very... Um, I can. Are you clumsy? You know. You could say it. Sometimes, <laughs> like I, if I, it depends how scattered I am in the moment. Sometimes I'll just be moving. It's, you know, it's not clumsy as much as I just move quickly.
2: Okay. So you then, can also take that wire and like hook it up on that little corner piece. Oh this? Oh yeah. So you don't hit it.
3: That's,
1: no. Oh, wow. <laughs> it doesn't want to stay. I can see that. It's okay, this is fine.
0: <laughs> She's like, fuck it, it's fine. Let's go. Shut up. <laughs>
1: song song is called called, uh tomorrow's another day uh off of my upcoming upcoming record record acceptance acceptance as as well
4: Tomorrow's the day.
1: sweet
2: after every song <laughs> hello and welcome to the jersey shore musicians podcast i'm matt that's jeff hi and tonight we have rachel and adopt hey. hey golf
0: hey. clap golf clap
2: do welcome. I clap for
1: myself no I'm just yeah, perfect hello thank you guys so much for having me not a problem thanks for coming out yeah it's a- awesome
0: any problems finding the place
1: um i did get kind of like turned around but i blamed that on my gps and then it was mm-hmm. like turn here turn here and then i see that it was like you get off the main road and it's right here. Wow, oh, yes. So I had to do then another U A, but I made it. Okay, well, that's <laughs> the here. most important thing. Is <laughs> yeah, you made exactly. it. Okay. exactly,
0: exactly. <sighs> so, how's things going? Things
1: are well. Things are going well. Um, kind of crazy right now because I'm just like prepping the release of this record and okay. um, just as a constant to-do list which doesn't end which is just like, cause I do everything myself. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm booking my shows, I'm booking my tour, I'm doing my graphics. I'm, you know, having to edit videos and cut TikToks, and it's just this. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Well, and that's part of like the stress that is like this, like putting this release together. It's like, Oh shit, I need to make sure I have like all my 20 TikTok videos ready. Cause once you start, it's like, we're rolling. Okay. You know?
0: So you want to so- get basically like, know the green flag comes up and you just
1: yeah well run with it exactly like there's been a lot of anticipation in this record because this record has taken it was a whole journey and i'm sure we can talk about that but it's a whole journey and a process of like doing it through covid we started recording it in end of february of 2020 covid happened we were like out of the studio for a couple months because we couldn't get into the studio yeah and then also like um, unfortunately my dad passed of cancer in 2021, so I'm sorry. Par- thank you. I appreciate that. So part of the journey of this record and even some of the writing had to do with like coming to terms with accepting his passing and living through that. So there's a lot of like emotional catharsis that's like yeah. being built up. And then it was like, we had to mix it and then remix it and then get it mastered. And then there were just like, a lot of things that have been sort of tying my hands behind the back of it just taking a little bit of time, myself included, but, um, and wanting it to do it right. Um, but it's just like, okay, let's go,
2: let's go. Let's well, it kind of sounds like it just shows your evolution <laughs> through the whole process too.
1: Yeah. I did this record a little differently in that I, um, I know so many musicians that I've met over the last couple of years and I sort of wanted to do like batches of songs with different producers. So I set out and had like, three or four separate producers that I was like, all right, I'm going to do three songs with this guy, three songs with this person, da 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 da. But it ended up that I just sort of really did most of the record with Eric Romero from the Front Bottoms and Paul Ritchie from the Parlor Mob. Um, and those two guys were like really pivotal and, and especially Paul and helping me like get this over the finish line. Um, Cause you like end up, working on like five records at the same time which when you're making a rock record an analog rock record that's got like acoustic drums and live band it's just like it's one thing if you're a hip-hop artist and you're doing that and you're just like oh cool we'll just get this beat but if you're like cutting drums in four different studios and it's up taking a lot of time. Oh yeah. Mm. And, and costing a lot of money. When That's what I'm saying. a lot everybody. of money. <laughs> you're like, okay, like there's reason why when you do a record and you cut 10 drum tracks in one day, it's way more conducive to both time and money. Oh yeah. Then like, let's just do these two songs with this one. I mean, it was a great experience mm. and like, it was awesome. And the, I did a song with Christopher Thorne from blind melon out in Joshua tree. Um, which is one of the songs i played for you guys. Um, So it's a great experience, but I know a lot more now. I'll I'll never cut a record like this again. (laughs) Never. One and
2: done.
0: It's just Pro Tools and okay. Yeah, that's
1: (laughs) That's what I have. So much quicker. (laughs) Yep, I have got Pro Tools on my computer now. I'm already recording new songs. I'm like, this is how we're going to do it. Like, no. That's
0: great. That's great. So, okay, let's talk about the songs that you Mm -hmm. wrote for this new record. Yeah. Like, we have all your inspiration. Yeah. How did you go into the studio and start it?
1: Okay, well, so I do. So um, I do every, like, the process of actually playing pretty much similar because I'm a drummer and and uh, so I'll I will cut and I play all the drums on my record. So I'll cut scratch guitar and vocals and sort of like flush out like, okay, what's the tempo map gonna be? Are we changing this part around with producer engineer and then cut that and then Dan, my bass player, Dan Haas and I, shout out Dan.
3: Hi
0: Dan, you know him. Um,
1: <laughs> my dude will go in and we'll always track bass and drums live because that's really important to yes. me that we yeah, get that's that synergy.
2: Oh, it's the, that's the whole feel of the song. Yeah,
1: exactly. And like, sometimes we'll cut the whole song live. Like, um, so this record is called acceptance and we can talk about that title later, but, um, like the title track we did it live as a four piece because the song really needed that live energy with two guitars, bass and drums. And, um, But for the most part, it's like scratch guitar, vocals, and then Dan and I will come in, lay down the bass and the drums, make sure that the bed is super tight, super solid, feels live, and then we'll build everything on top. So a lot of the guitar parts I write and then play, or I had other guitar players like Eric Rudick played a lot of the guitars as well. Um, I have some special guest guitar players. Um, Whatever. Exactly. Exactly. So that's kind of where I start with cutting songs. Yeah.
0: All right, so it's not so Pro Tools up, but I'm assuming it's done to a click. Um, you're overlaying it. You're mm-hmm. overlaying the guitars. You're trying to keep as much mm-hmm. of a live feel as exactly. possible, which is definitely I feel yeah. is the right way to go. Yeah. Yeah. you gotta let it breathe and you gotta let it flow. Yeah, totally. you want it to still be human.
3: Yes, yeah. yeah.
1: and like some of the songs, um, like like the end of acceptance, we ended up doing. So uh, we ended up doing that completely live, uh, not to a click. Like we sort of took. And when people hear this song, they'll understand like we took there's a main riff that is what uh, I how I started writing the song. And we took that riff and we deconstructed it and we did just a jam at the end. And it's like very kind of like Sabbath meets Blind Faith. And okay. yeah, it was like the coolest, most amazing, fun recording day of my life doing that. <laughs> it was That's very cool. it was very organic and 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 awesome and just like very sweet. in a a musical way both like sweet but also like sweet (laughs) (laughs) dude sweet sweet like sweet like it's super rock and roll it was it was it was a it was a challenging song to play and the night before in rehearsal paul was like if you're gonna play with us you better fucking hit the drums rachel i was like okay here we go like they he really pushed me as he Mm -hmm. has he has done as my producer um in general in the best way you know like you want that person who's gonna like seize your potential and is gonna bring it out and yeah. it's not yeah, gonna you don't want someone stop. that's just like oh yeah, it sounds good exactly Yeah. yeah you want someone that's going to be like you can play that better yeah i know you can play that better and no i'm not gonna play it for you you're gonna play it yourself you know <laughs> so.
2: <laughs> so get in there and fucking do it yeah <laughs>
1: exactly exactly so um that was a special day when we cut that song okay yeah good yeah
0: and how was it tracking vocals like was it your own? Like okay, everybody out. I'm gonna do. Um,
1: I got used to having people around in a way that I haven't before. Okay. Like, and I I do I do really like owe it to Paul because again it was a situation where like his studio was a hang. Like he had his studio's new future in Belmont, which unfortunately he had to close after yeah. COVID. But, um, like there were there were people and friends that would hang out, and normally I'd be really self conscious, but. I don't know. There was something that I just kind of forced me to a little out of my comfort zone. I mean, there were definitely times like I am, I am very much so a person that gets in my own head and which I was saying to you in the back is like, especially with vocals Like I've been working a lot on my voice and I'm in this weird space as I was when I was recording where I was so particular about singing Because I was so focused on the technique that I was having a hard time getting out of the mind and into the body. Mm -hmm. That it was very like, okay, this feels like an exercise. How do I like break through this wall and like have this be more soulful and more like a performance?
0: Yeah, just let it rip. Uh,
1: Yeah, which I got there. But that I actually feel like recording vocals for this record was the most challenging part. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I had to re-sing some of the songs only because I was so like oh my God, I need it. And I just, that's why now when I, when I do even practicing or gigging, I'm forcing myself to gig as much as possible because it really does force you to just like do and not think.
2: Yeah. You got to turn the brain off. And yeah.
1: Just yeah. I mean like, do you guys struggle with that? Who's, are you the singer in the band? No, oh. I play bass,
2: but I have okay. sang. Okay. And it's, uh, I mean, singing and playing is two completely different animals. Yeah. And when you got to put them together, it's, it's a, yeah. nightmare. It's a nightmare for me.
1: It, I've gotten used to doing that, especially as a singing drummer, um, which sometimes actually helps me to play the drums and sing, but it's a challenge for sure. And we've had this conversation in my band where, where like sometimes I'll play drums and sing for the whole set. Um, and I'll talk to the guys and they'll say like, you know, it's really cool and you can keep working on it. But we also think it's really important that you're up front because sometimes like there's certain songs where I'm only able to sing like 60% 60% of what okay. I want to like in terms of my power and capacity when I'm playing the drums because it's just like yeah, there's a lot going on yeah. you know so yeah so, um, yeah. I don't okay. know so they I'm pretty going much going are like <laughs>
0: yeah live you're not sitting back there anymore
1: well no it's a mixture it really depends on it really depends on if we have a drummer for the gig Like, okay. we have certain situations where either because of like we just don't have a drummer or it's more cost effective and we're on the road is that another? Oh, yeah. By the way, it's 4th of July. So happy 4th yeah. yeah, of happy July, everybody. happy right? Um, you hear bags <laughs>
0: where you're not in the ghetto streets of people shooting each other. It's literally fireworks.
1: It's just America. America. It's um, But, yeah. So, um, so it depends. I mean, like, we'll be touring this summer and some of the gigs we're doing or I'll be playing drums and singing. And the way we're sort of mitigating that is, like, I'll do a song or two on guitar and we're just coming up with a cool arrangement with me and um JT my guitar player and Dan we'll just do two guitars bass and like kind of find interesting ways where maybe mid-song we take a solo I put the guitar down and get behind the drums you know because also people remember those things it's yeah. not something you see every day yeah, Swapping out. Uh, yeah. yeah yeah so um and I love to play the drums I feel the most comfortable behind the kit so yeah
0: that's so cool <laughs> it's like Phil Collins and so uh, you get the yourself same? one
2: of them little Britney Spears like
0: oh, uh, oh no gosh. don't do that <laughs> I hate that
1: no Levon Helm is my dude he's okay. my favorite from the band but awesome. Phil Collins and think the,
0: I'm thinking of the guy from uh, oh my god well he's, I always liked um, losing my mind Matt Cameron from
2: Soundgarden Yeah. And he had his own guy, and his, totally. his microphone stands on like a swivel. And there's yeah. a guy that sits behind his kit. And it when it's his turn me. to sing, he like swivels the mic in front of his face. And then um, when he's done, he pulls it
3: away.
1: Yeah. That's what you need. Yeah. I you need, need, a, a, I need, a, a, need a drum tech to yeah. just yeah. <laughs> swing it in and
3: out. You
0: need a guy to do that.
1: Well, I've seen the like, oh gosh, what are those like the mics that have the. The bendy thing, oh, gooseneck. Yeah, the gooseneck. Like those are the nice. Yeah. Uh, every now and then the gooseneck, mic. I'm like, man, I should in this. Yeah.
0: Well, Portnoy does that. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah, yeah.
2: It's oh, like I always had respect for a was name, uh, Brand from Mastodon because he'll sing like yeah, full lead vocals and he's a crazy mom- to monster me. on the drums. Yeah,
1: he really is. That's crazy to me.
2: I don't. I don't understand how you do all that with your body and then still have they enough mental capacity to sing a full song.
1: It's just practice. No, nope, I'm not coordinator. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's practice, but it is, I will say that I've done it a couple of times now and I do feel pretty confident saying that there are some songs that I'm just, it's much better for me to sing and play guitar up front because it, yeah. it helps my vocal performance yeah. to yeah, be able whole to thing, access. You want the
0: whole thing to be like, okay, you know, yeah. I know you're in a band and stuff like that, but yeah. it's still you that's...
1: Yes, and it is sorry a- Dan get
0: back <laughs> anyway
1: <laughs> it is and it is important at the end of the day and this is a conversation that came up in mastering in mixing it always comes up being both a multi-instrumentalist who and a person who plays multi- many instruments and parts mixer and master engineers always like we want to hear your vocals that's stop just, thinking about the I drums that's stop thinking I know stop thinking about the guitar. People are want to go. They want to hear your story and they want to hear your vocals. And that was the first thing the mastering engineer said to me. He said, "The first song. He's like, these guitars are way too loud." I'm like, "Really? That's what's carrying the song?" He's like, "I want to hear you. I want to yeah. hear the lyrics." I'm like, oh, "Okay." Yeah. I mean,
0: That's what it, I don't want people to hear. It's awesome that you're a team player. Yeah. But again, okay. So let me let me segue into this this whole little thing here. So we're talking about this. So when you went and we're getting these songs ready to record. Mm-hmm. When you brought them to the rest of the band Mm -hmm. or whoever, Mm -hmm. was it this is what you're playing or, you know, here's what I got. Like, give it your flavor, but you still kind of have to approve it. Is it your show? Is it's it's a band? I get it, and I'm not trying to put you on the spot, but it's like no, it's okay. There's people out there that are like, no, this is my show.
1: It's a mix. (coughs) Now the thing is, is when we're recording. It's really just me and Dan okay. because I always let Dan do his thing. Every now that's and then, that's a mistake. You shouldn't do that <laughs> Every now and then, I, and said, I said
0: that Dan. <laughs> yes, Jeff Columba actually said that. Okay,
1: God. Every now and then, I I'll tell Dan, "Oh my God, I hear this bass line," and he'll be like, "Okay, this is sweet. I love this." And then he'll do it, and then he'll do his thing, and like I'll be like, "This little verse here," but I'd say ninety percent of the time, I let him do his thing. Hmm. Other players. I'm super particular about the guitar parts I write. Okay. So like, I mean, Eric came in and, and we laid down the lead guitar for cruel, cruel, cruel. And that was very much so a collaborative thing. I told him what I wanted and he's like, okay, let me try this out. And then like in the chorus I had specific harmonies I wanted. So, mm-hmm. so he laid up, but he, he added his flavor and then like other songs, like, um, say he did the same thing with acceptance, but with acceptance too, the whole song, I wrote the main guitar riff, which is where the song started. So, I would say yeah, when we're recording, it's really it always starts with me and Dan and then it's like pulling in. Yeah, I'd say for the most part, a lot of the ideas it's like me working out with the producer or
0: So you're 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 uh driving I'm in the driver's seat. So okay, with that being said, and, and we she we're She only yells before, when she has to. I would actually be interested to see her yell. Anyway. Um, <laughs> oh, I don't know that you wanna see that. Well, it wouldn't be me. I just want Uh-oh. to be like fly on the wall. Um so like saying that it's like having you know you're you're writing the ship so then yeah in all honesty in a live performance aspect I I would sit there and be like yeah that's cool she could play drums and sing but man if she was fronting that band it'd be pretty badass
1: Well you yeah know? and I I have I'm finding the balance of how to front the band from behind the kit mm-hmm. but like yeah I think sometimes and like so so um um, this guy, JT Sofo, has been playing with us. I I, I know that, obviously, Matt, you've jammed with him yeah. before. He's amazing. And he'll be
2: in here soon with uh, Speaker Rats. Yeah, well, okay. and he's cool. in
1: another band called Speaker Rats. And JT and I have been talking about how, well, we both really want to play. Get, there's a lot of the songs on there. All the songs on the record have two guitars, on. Each, okay. two electric guitars on each song. And there's very specific parts, whether it's rhythm and lead or a mixture of two leads together. Like, like yeah. Thin Lizzy one of my favorite mm-hmm. bands. There's a lot of like
0: harmonized guitar licks and, exactly
1: yeah. and and things that when we play live will sort of extend and solo and continue so like like we've been writing other parts of old songs or old parts that like i'll be like what do you hear here like i sort of have the basic foundations of the songs right and and he's coming in now after the records have been made too so he's he's learned the parts mm-hmm. and then i just kind of am like okay you learn the basic part and then We can change things here or there if it makes sense or let's make this an extended solo or how about we jam on this and it gives a little bit more of like freedom for everyone to do their thing and moving forward into the next batch of songs like we're already talking about writing new songs and writing together because it is important to me. I want to do more things on a collaborative Mm
3: -hmm.
1: way. It's hard when you have your own vision and it's a balance ah, you have to strike between being a control freak and giving everyone room to do their yeah. thing and trust that, you know? Um so um But
2: sometimes all you need is the captain of the ship to say, do your job.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah?
0: <laughs> and how's that feel when somebody does that to you? Shut the fuck up. Okay, right? go ahead. <laughs>
1: Is that your role in the uh, band?
0: I am Me the and him vocal fight the one of oh, just, nah, don't do that. That's not a great idea.
2: <laughs> we talk about this all the time. I, I write bass lines like a lead guitar player. That's cool. And he always
0: says, that's really cool, but we're only going to play like
2: half of the notes mm. you
0: just put out there.
1: Okay, okay.
0: So She just spoke of that before. And heard, I, then like I add a couple find... back
2: in when he's not looking and...
1: Or you find a section where you can jam a little bit more yeah. or play a little I, bit more.
0: Do I not always give you one spot?
2: We we uh, we find a happy medium here. That's right. That's right.
1: It's all, That's what it's all about, you know? As long as it sounds good in the end, that's yeah, all, that's all exactly. that matters. It's all about the song at the end of the day. It's oh, really yeah. about what serves the song. Yep. Like, I just happen to be a guitar player and a drummer, so I hear, I hear a lot of parts, and then it's hard for me to unhear mm-hmm. when things... You know it's it's hard like unless I'm right at the songwriting process at the beginning, which again I'm a lot more open at this point because I have players and guys with me that, you know I um, I really trust them and 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 that's a huge thing, um, and and it's just, it's just like because it, it's like a camaraderie thing we're like a family you know yeah and and. Um, yeah, so so we'll see. I'm already working on new songs and writing with other people and the
0: albums not even out yet. I know. Okay, so now <laughs> you have it all done.
1: It's all done. Okay.
2: Talk. That's one of the things we talk about too in the age of the TikTok and yeah. and all that is no one puts out albums anymore. No. It's, you know, a lot of there's a lot of bands that only put out singles. Yeah. And they just like, you know, one a month or one every other month and just constantly releasing yeah. stuff but never put out Like they might put out like 10 songs as singles and then say like, Oh, these collections is an album, but albums are a rare thing these days. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, and originally I went into the concept of this record as just songs and I kind of got like, not that I got talked out of releasing it as just singles, but it did make sense as a body of work as a record.
0: Yes. I mean, yes. Yeah. But is that really today's standard?
1: That's why I'm going to push the singles as much as I can. Okay. And if I can, I mean, I would do I would do the whole record and keep releasing songs. Mm-hmm. And it's just like but what I've heard from everyone of all of my contacts in PR, radio, and in the industry is that after 3 singles, people start losing interest. Yeah. I don't really know if that's true, but
0: because they figure, I mean, how many bands now are writing a full album worth of, well, hits.
1: Yeah, I think most people are just putting out songs. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah. you, guys, you guys are just putting out... Are you guys putting out a record? You got, a, you have a single coming we out.
2: Have, like we have like pretty much <laughs> an entire record recorded. But yeah, we yeah do, but we it's we, all...
0: Piecemeal.
2: But it's more of like... A, our project's more of just like a side fun project. Yeah, you know? yeah we're older now. We're old and beaten down. We don't, we don't have that drive anymore. I definitely anymore. feel beaten down.
1: I'm like, fuck the
0: industry. <laughs>
1: I definitely every other day, I'm like... Fuck this! I'm over this. I don't want to deal with this anymore. I'm a fucking artist. I didn't get in this to make TikToks. It drags me down. I'm like,
0: well, it's the it's the here's the thing. You want to
1: get real talk? We could talk about no. how much. Yeah.
0: Well, if go for it. <laughs> if, it's literally it's like okay, you're an artist. Yeah. You made a record, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You're no longer an artist. Right. Exactly. Now you're in business.
1: Right. And I'm all about business, but what is happening in my life now is that I'm so bogged down by all of the logistical work that I have to do. And like, same thing. I'm like trying to book all my shows and I'm like, like, it's like, I'm still trying to figure out, we have like two show offers for like a show next week that I'm like, I still don't know which one we're doing because it's like, I can only really deal with like what's right in front of me. Mm -hmm. And it's been like trying to get everything together for this record release. And, and then like, it's like, we got to book shows for the fall. Everybody's booking like six months ahead. It's like, Oh my God. It feels like this constant hamster wheel of like, gotta gotta do 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 and like every and if you're not there's like all these people behind you doing it and you're seeing them on social media mm-hmm. doing it so it's just like breeding this fomo and this competition i'm like what is this like, where's the balance where's the life fit in it's, there there is, is no so, balance no
2: because you got the example like you you're still got that drive and that dedication and you're <laughs> pushing and you're pushing i'm crazy and then the next step is me i'm like i'm not i'm not gonna do shit but i'm still gonna do it for fun and then you get to this grumpy old bastard yeah. who's like, fuck this, burn it all to the ground. That's how I Start it over. I fucking hate this. That'll be me
1: tomorrow in the morning. Burn it down to the ground. I'm done with this. No, but you know what? But you make a good point of like, and I was on the phone with my lawyer today where he's like, you still got to have fun. Like, you're doing this to have fun. It's not worth it for you to put these insane, like, deadlines on yourself. Like, if, if you can't get x y or z like locked in by this date it's okay like you're doing the best that you can
0: that's, yeah you know? that's the, point I got the fun part though you're already done doing the fun well so i, I have enjoy records playing the done, shows, and that's though. fun uh, yes so that is fun and then the for the me shows too. will be that too so everything else is work
1: yeah it's for me. It's just time. Like I'm more than happy to do the work, but it's also just like time. that how are you making money? And at some, you know, ma- having a day job because music <laughs> doesn't make money. No, There's it no doesn't. Being, being a rock places. musician, I say it now, is like being an oil painter. You're like, well, fuck. What? Like, where? <laughs> Don't we just this? say
0: happy little trees. We, we got <laughs>
2: Spotify, and Spotify's like, here's your four tenths of a penny.
1: Right. Exactly. Oh, exactly. And when I tell people that, they're like floored. I'm like, yeah, that is why oh, yeah. the industry's dead now because you get point zero zero. Zero four or whatever cents per play.
0: Yes. Uh, h- how's that uh, Spotify thing going? I didn't sign up for it. We uh, are still you know, Spotify free. Uh, not for long, I bet.
1: I know. I hate to sound so cynical. I feel like I'm like bringing us down the...
2: Well, I hashtag everything oh. for us. Like, we fuck Spotify. I hate Spotify. I'm like, I rail against That's it crazy. all the time. But if now I'm going he to... he the just texted me. He's I'm been gonna beating go. me down. <laughs> and I'm finally like, yeah, you know, it is kind of withholding us from people that could be seeing us. Yeah. But I'm like, fuck them.
1: It's only really for exposure. I mean, I don't know. It is important to get your music out there, but I know what you mean.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: So, anyway, I mean, we don't make
2: money off this podcast
1: anyway.
0: No, so it's actually just for fun.
2: We're not going to make any more if we it go to Spotify. For
1: the love. All of it's just for the love.
0: Yeah. That's what it got to is we were. You have so much to learn, young
2: yeah. one. We and him have been playing for a long time, a long time together, too. But we, right when COVID hit, yeah. we were just like, fuck. What do we do now? now and I know. then we started this whole thing. We just kind of pieced it together with like just equipment we had lying around, and started bringing yeah. bands in. Yeah, and it's, it's we dope. enjoy it. It's it's a, yeah. it's a breath of fresh air of for course. us. Yeah. yeah,
1: you get to connect yeah. with people. Yeah, we get to see all different yeah. walks
2: and you know different genres coming through yeah. here. And we had one band that's like a spaghetti western with two upright basses. Oh, that's awesome! And then yeah. another band's like. They don't use electricity and all. They use like hand drums and and it's just like nine people and they all Whoa. just jam and yeah. so awesome. Yeah, you get to see we get to see some cool shit
1: sometimes. And then yeah. we get to
0: talk to nice people like you. And oh, thanks, then man. I feel bad when you leave and I'm like, was oh, say an asshole? Did <laughs> I impose my heart? No, in please. Shell? <laughs> I am.
1: I know I seem very, but
0: it just seem so happy. <laughs>
1: uh, if you knew my, inter- you should listen to my record because it's like. Fuck. It's just. Oh,
0: So when's that coming out? I don't know yet. <laughs> oh, say there you go. <laughs> I think we're shooting Wrong for February.
3: <laughs>
1: I think we're Word. shooting for February, but you know what? Look, I'm going to say it like this again. I have like my publicist, my lawyer telling me like, don't rush it. We're going to do it the right way. I mean, hopefully like we're pushing yeah. to have the first single out by mid August, okay. which I'm super stoked on. Like I know once music starts rolling out, I'll feel good. But yeah, I mean, it's hard. Like I've been feeling very discouraged and I've talked to all my other artist friends. I was just in LA talking to my friend, um, and he's a musician and he he went out there to, you know, to try and make moves and he's making moves, but it's like everybody feels the same way. Like we're all artists who care about our art and the genuine nature of what we do because we love it and it's like innate in us. It's like this is like I'm a lifer. Like yeah. if I'm not playing music, I'm you. dead. Yeah. Yeah. And I hate to sound so dramatic. And my mom's like Okay, what's the plan B? Not that she's not supportive, but she sees how much it like tears me apart. And, like, mom, there there is no plan. Like, this is it. Like, yeah. I'm if I'm not playing music, I will not be happy. I mean, I have to find fulfillment elsewhere and make sure there's like the balance, but it's just like I don't know, I guess continuing to tell myself and surround myself with like the right people because otherwise like it'll just kind of at you.
0: Yeah. I can never play guitar for her. It sucks. She just told me I can't do it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm telling totally you. No. I'm joking. I'm joking.
1: Yeah. Even though
0: Dan would probably say, yeah, no. <laughs> okay.
1: I mean, I know you also probably think I'm way younger than I am because everyone thinks I'm much younger than I
0: am. Oh, you look like you're 17. So.
1: <laughs> what
2: did I say before? My guess was like late 20s.
1: Okay. how? Oh, I, I love this I game. No how old, old do idea. you think I am?
0: Uh, 42.
1: I'm 33. That nah, was close. Was... <laughs> Price is right. Rules, I'd win. <laughs> I win no yeah um, no
0: I mean and that's it's just a number Cause yeah looking at you you don't look like that but uh,
3: don't
2: well the hardest part I is don't... is you get beaten down yeah you know that your only outlets to try to make it yeah. are only going to take advantage of you and pay you like shit and they're going to make more money off your music than you are
1: yeah I think for me like I kind of it's just like I want to get my music out there in to people and I want people to hear it and cause I like to think that I am this adversary and like, I feel like I, cause I, I write a lot about the human condition as like all of us do in relationships. But I feel like I've been given this like ability to communicate my emotions in a way that most people are going through their everyday lives and kind of like, not that they're oblivious, but especially now in today's day and age where like we're being shown how to think every step of the way, mm-hmm. like people, I think people are, like, feeling things, but they're not necessarily able to understand how or what it is. And I think that's why people relate to music so much, right? Because people who aren't artists and, like, these, like, exposed, like, live wires to the world... it gives them them an outlet
2: for their emotions to go through your music.
1: Exactly. And then they're
2: like, oh, she gets me.
1: Exactly. Like, I I would like to think, because I feel alone all the time, and when you listen to my lyrics, like, a lot of it's, like, self-soothing. A lot of it is me trying to tell myself like this whole record acceptance is about self-love like that the word i think all life comes down to gratitude and and acceptance and that song is about your relationship with yourself and it's about spinning your wheel so much and just feeling so fucking crazy like what the fuck is wrong with me why can't i figure this out to the point where you're like wait a minute i don't need anything else other than this inside to figure out the answers to everything i need you know and it's, like, really hard. Like, I literally have to tell myself every day to, like, accept circumstances and be, like, that's why I wrote a song about it. Because it was like, you know, like, figure it out. Like, don't forget. Like, you got to accept it. You have no control. But still, I struggle with it on a regular basis. So my hope is that I can get the music out. And like you said, people will relate to it and feel something and be, like, oh, wow. Oh, thank you. I feel less alone in whatever endeavors it is because, yeah. I don't know, it's just... Otherwise, I don't know what I'm doing here. <laughs> well, like you said there's
2: a lot of people that connect to your music on like an emotional level, and yeah. I don't get people that don't like. For me, oh easy over there. Yeah, today's
1: been well excited. Thing. You know what? I'm
2: sober. That's what that's it is. really what it is. This is why we always well jumpy
1: when you're sober. Just kidding. I get, no, I'm just. I'm just kidding.
2: Well, like I said, people, some people just listen to music and it just doesn't hit them, and I feel bad for those people me because too. the connection I have with music is like a. I feel, yeah. I feel it like when a yep. certain part hits or a certain like you know a lyric, yeah. like you, you, it hits you in the chest. Exactly, and it's a beautiful thing. I agree. Does it? It does. Does it? I not, not ever heard do. you talk
0: like that ever. Fuck you. Yeah, God right?
2: right, <laughs> sucker.
3: <laughs>
0: last time, don't touch my buttons. Stop. No, no.
3: wow. are actually, my buttons. Yeah, whole thing. <laughs> well, I'm the
0: one that drives. The, the whole... I'm the one driving the car. <laughs> All right,
3: fine, fine, fine. fine. Okay.
2: <sighs> oh,
0: it's like that. Let's <laughs> say it's I drive you. the car. Cooper drives the boat.
2: <laughs> oh, I see how it is. Oh
1: so, where
0: can people find you?
1: Um, I use Instagram the most. Okay, it's just my full name, which I'm sure like you guys will have written. Yeah. Okay, Rachel Anna Dopkin. That's my full name.
0: Kind of that, and that's, that's how rachel you go out yeah. like that right like so it's or is it like the rachel and a docking band or? no
1: i've actually been really trying to rebrand to just rad like usually when we play shows because my initials are rad i'll just say <laughs> i'll just say rad <laughs> <laughs> ahead, it's how people actually kind of know us now why why are you laughing are you gonna mock me come on I wanna no, hear it. i'm not Spit gonna it mo-
0: it i would never rachel mock a guest sounds so much I, fancier. Wait, wait 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 i would never mock a guest that would be okay. <laughs> now, um, there was an old uh, what was it a bike or skate movie called Red? Oh yeah, <laughs> so yeah. that's the first thing I want to say. Cool. I'm sorry, I'm into that. Yeah, that's yeah. no, sweet. that's kind of cool. It was like the '80s. You're going I think way you back. should. I think you should still keep it your name if you want to throw the band thing in front of it. That'd be cool, but
1: yeah, I mean that sometimes we do it's like Rachel and Adopkin band, but I just think like for branding and the sort of market that I would like my music to be associated or like understood. It's amazing how these like little things actually make a difference. Mm -hmm.
0: You
2: are the captain of the ship.
0: Yeah. So. See, and now we're just like everybody (laughs) else beating it into her head. Be like, yeah, just
1: It's yours. No, it's okay. It's, um, it's a thing because it's like also people know me as Rachel and Adopkin and it's a lot easier to find that on one regard, but in other regards, like, people don't know how to spell my name or they don't remember as easier as they would. It's just But
2: like another rad, constant thing right? that we've had brought up in the last couple of weeks, rad, when you go, if you just Google rad, you're never going to come up.
1: Well, that's another thing. The yeah. Google situation. Yes. You will never
2: be found because we had a band. One band was called roulette. You think that's going to come up on a Google search? Absolutely not. Absolutely. Yeah. Not. I don't
1: know. So it's, it's a, it's a fine line. Like, on social media, on Instagram, a lot of times I will say rad. Or when I make graphics, I'll say rad. And people will know what that is when it's associated yeah, with my because, name. Yeah, Yeah, or when it's associated with my picture. Like, pe- people start understanding. Or, like, on my bio and Instagram, it says rad. Like, full name, Rachel Andofkin, and then rad. Parentheses,
2: that's my, that's my yeah, name, so bitch. Yeah, so that's like, you know,
0: you could your <laughs> record could be your name and then... The name of the record could be right bad, you know, or whatever. Or something exactly,
1: yeah. and that's been a conversation I've also had with mm-hmm. with some people on my team as well, and yeah. So I don't know, but I do go by how you find me as Rachel Anna Dapkin. That's me on Spotify, Apple Music, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, yeah. blah blah blah. TikTok.
0: Oh, I just broke my concentration, but yeah. So it's rad, mm-hmm. you know. That's cool. Yeah, um,
1: and follow me on Instagram is the best way to find out, like, when we have and Spotify, I would say. Mm-hmm when we have music coming out and just um, follow her everywhere. (laughs)
0: Yeah, should.
1: Yes, exactly.
2: Buy by her music. Yes. As you have other
0: things out now.
1: I do. I have, I have my last, um, LP, which came out in 2018. Unfortunately, it's way too long ago. That's why I need to put music out. Um, stressing me out. (laughs) Um, anyway, um, what was I saying? Yes, I have an LP out, um, which came out in 2018, When It Happens to You. And I have an EP, which came out in 2016. It's called Detach. It's all online. Okay. I have a demo that's out there floating. It's like, there's like three songs that are absolutely fucking terrible. And I'm like, this needs to come down. I need to call someone at and CD Baby. I can't maybe. find them.
4: <laughs> I'm like, why am I taking this
1: massive to-do list? Take these down. Just me in like college when I was recording for the first time, it okay. just doesn't sound good.
2: But it's not just you, though. We released one single in, what, April of 2020? Yeah. And our next, our second single comes out tomorrow.
1: That's great. (laughs) You're still beating me. 2018. (laughs) Yeah, but
2: we only got two songs over three years.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, we're fucking, you know, busy people. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. That
2: is
3: true.
1: Yeah, it's, listen, one thing at a time, right? Yeah. I mean,
0: I I guess, but, like, I, I feel that, like, I've put my time in of doing, you know, records to whatever else, and... That was fun but now and i'll still do it but it's not important you know he, he does I not mean? because
2: i'm like come on jack jack everybody's Jeff. like
0: come on let's go <laughs> no leave me alone
1: well it's good that you're still doing it i still do it, it is important. as you can tell it is important
0: um but that's great uh we're in summertime yeah how about shows
1: okay tons of shows okay. tons of shows i
2: how about- would stick to august Stick to August.
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm going to be announcing. I have to go home and finish my summer tour graphic when I leave here. Okay. And I'll be announcing those shows probably tomorrow morning. Um, so next. Well, it this isn't coming out before July 16th, right? Because we have New York City show. No. Okay. August. We have August 3rd, and this will all be on my socials, um, Asbury Lane's, um, August 12th, we're playing Music Fest in Bethlehem, PA. Nice. You guys know that festival? Yeah, get the fuck out of here as much as you can. Go ahead. Exactly. Exactly. Then we're playing Philly on the 18th of August. Then we're playing Upstate New York the 19th of August. Um, Garwood, Crossroads, the 26th of August. The Haverford Music Festival in September. We have some other things in September that have... I can't announce this yet. But yeah. So if you Follow her on the socials, yeah. Yes, and I have some... Working on New York for hopefully September, New York City, Brooklyn. I do have some New York stuff in July, so
0: Cool. Yeah. No, that's awesome though. Yeah. So like you're 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 gigging it. You're doing it. You're just
1: I'm trying. I want more shows. That's like my goal right now is like get as many shows as possible, get out of Asbury Park. That's our hometown. Mm. And yeah, li- too. yeah, play as much as possible mm. in the surrounding areas, New York, Philly baltimore dc yeah make yeah. it down you know just well, we was, talk
2: all the time jersey itself is just it's it's dead yeah you know it, it's it's there's nothing to it anymore
1: yeah asbury like they, people think there's a scene there it's just changed a lot like it kind of... <laughs>
0: sorry god i love i love asbury god
1: wait a minute are we joking about this what's that about new, about new jersey right now <laughs> No. is this a no. joke because oh, no, <laughs> i realized this is a jersey podcast so
2: no we talk about all the time <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> <Jersey Street laughs> podcast. okay i should stop talking you should no, probably no, cut that fine. no <laughs> we said totally we
2: talk fine. all the time as Asbury's mainly predominantly cover bands yeah it's really tribute weird. bands it's just really and weird. if you don't fit a certain mold you, you don't play
1: it's weird it's definitely bizarre and when i was like so i used to work for danny clinch i was the original music director at The Transparent Gallery actually made that a venue for Danny. It was not. And I came in and he sort of had an idea about, oh, I want this to be like a hang for musicians, come and play. And I was like, well, you know, I know a bunch of musicians around here. I can help you put together shows. And he was like, that'd be great. So we had one show, Light of Day 2017, and it turned into, oh, wow, this is an entire. Then it was like once a month, twice a month, every week. And it was like, wow! Now we're a music venue. Wow! Now we're like this melting pot for like culture and arts and music in Asbury Park. And it was like, oh wow! Now see here, now it's happening. Like it was all, the gallery. Do you guys know the Transparent clinic yeah. Gallery? That was only supposed to be open for six months as a pop up in 2016 to wow. 2017. Um, we kept getting extended because all these cool things were happening. And then we have like Danny would invite his famous friends over. Robert Randolph's playing the Pony for, um music and film fest he comes over at midnight we're jamming with him till two in the morning these things are happening g-love comes into town danny's like rachel you want to play my friend garrett g-love is playing tonight he's coming by the gallery before it's like yeah of course so i'm playing drums and danny and g-love are playing harmonica and guitar and like dueling it out it's like crazy so all these things start happening see here now starts happening the whole of Asbury Park starts becoming oh this is the hottest place and everybody get to Asbury and and now it's just kind of like
0: McMansions. well everybody got to Asbury bought places yeah. and they don't want to hear that music
1: or they like <laughs> artists can't really even afford to live there and mm. then it's like places like the Saint are like not really happening anymore and it's mm. like you can only like we just played the Wonder Bar on the twenty fifth of of, Ju- of June it was great right. awesome show but it was really hard to even just like nail all that down was four band bell mm-hmm. because there's not not even has a venue but because there's nowhere in town where you can just like bring a touring band and just play mm-hmm. a show at the scene where there's not like this crazy pressure to sell tickets and make sure it's just so weird and it is so the it is also the climate of the music industry right now mm-hmm. all these small venues closing post-covid like, it's just a lot of this shifting. But Asbury's... Like, I love Asbury. It's great. It's been wonderful to me. I love Danny and the Transparent Gallery. That's been amazing. That's been such, like, a special thing, and it still is a special thing. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, between, like, 2017, 2018, there was so much going on. As there was... There, right? They Don't kind of, they kind of say yeah. it, like, comes and goes in waves? Yeah, ebbs and flows. Like, every three years or something. But, like, then COVID happened, and I don't know. It's just...
0: Never, never well, came the, back the right the way. The Wonder
2: Bar just sold their whole outside section to get more condos up in there. Did they really? Oh yeah. Really? What?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Wait, where? Where the dog park sidewalk? They're
1: selling where it's they sold. Yap- sold,
0: not selling, sold.
1: <laughs> this is news to me. So like, no more Yappy Hour.
0: Nope. No. How are they? They're
1: gonna build a condo right on top of the mm-hmm. venue. Selling
2: mm-hmm. for millions of dollars. Yep. It's all. That's like the me world. as a hard rock and like metal kind of guy, like. I could I can go to Bond Street Basement or sell my soul to to like the House of Independence or the Pony. I know that's really it.
1: I know, and those are huge rooms. There's a big difference between playing to 150 people at Bond Street and then the expectation of selling 600 tickets at, at the Pony.
2: Right. Oh, 100.
1: And it's like that's fine, like you know, whatever. I'm that's time and work and everything, but it's like, and then you have Ticketmaster. Mm-hmm. It's just like. I mean, I found that I do more in this industry just connecting with other DIY artists who are trying to do the same thing and are just super cool, awesome people. Yeah. You know, like yeah. show swaps, like trying to get info about venues in other markets. Like just, I don't know. It is it is nice that, that like they exist out and they all exist out there, but it's like... I guess all of us trying to rise the ship together.
2: <laughs> yeah. The tide <laughs> rises all ships. Yeah. But it's sometimes it's really fucking hard to rise that tide. Mm.
1: Yeah. It's like getting out of your market. I'm sorry. I, has yeah. this, has this conversation been just so, is anyone going to want to listen? <laughs> this is like so That'll cynical. Be, yeah. <laughs> oh We're all going to die. We talk about the real, the real side of it. Like, yeah. like what is like the yeah. bullshit
2: that we endure to go out there and play for people? Exactly. You know, because some people will show up and then they'll, they'll mock you or say some stupid shit, but you don't see the other three quarters of it that, that all the hard work it takes you to get there to play for those people.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
2: And, and the bullshit you got to put up with along the way.
1: It's true. I guess my question, I'm going to throw this question to you is like, how do you stay sane in, in all this and, and make sense of, like, why this matters? I, mean, well, well,
0: I have, I have I'll, a couple I'll couple answers to that.
2: I don't do it to make it. Yeah. I do it because I love music.
3: Exactly. And I
2: want to play music and I want to see, I love being on a stage and watching someone connect with my music. Yeah. 100%. That's that's my payoff. Yeah. And I, I don't need anything more than that.
1: Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Oh shut I up. don't even want to answer now. Like, do you want my 20 something year old answer when I was like gigging and doing everything and touring and shit?
1: I don't know. Maybe.
2: Okay. No, give the, give the answer now.
1: Burn
0: it down. Oh well, that's today. <laughs> Today's like, oh man, it's just not my game. I'm older yeah. now, and I just like I like helping people in the studio or I fix things, um, speakers and shit. But I can't even give advice to people anymore because it's like
1: it's, it is completely different yeah, climate. You know?
0: No, but no, seriously, <laughs> like it's just I, I even a couple younger people that have come in. I'm just like, man, that shit worked twenty years ago.
1: It's just different.
0: I don't know how it's going to work for you now. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's just, again, I've had conversations with industry people. I had a really good conversation with someone who was saying that he's really like, two people have told me this, but him specifically, he said like, you really got to be on TikTok. Like, Nobody will look at you. You can't get a booking agent unless you're on TikTok. You can't, you will if you, if you build it, they will come mentality of social media. Essentially. That's what they're saying. Even someone high up, I had like an industry meeting with someone who's in, uh, was working at, I'm not going to say what label, but he was saying that they don't even have budget for video production anymore. Their budget is for TikTok.
2: You hear that yeah. Cranston Dean? Oh yeah, Cranston. Oh, I love Cranston. We oh, had yeah. him on here he's a couple my weeks ago.
3: Dude, and
2: he's he's like fuck TikTok. I <laughs> he's know. Like, no. <laughs> I'm never gonna have a TikTok. That's why everybody should make a Cranston Dean TikTok. Oh, I love Cranston. So, I played with him a bunch. We want like thirty to forty different Cranston Dean TikToks all sent. to him.
1: I've played drums with him so many gigs, and oh, you know what? Cool. We've never rehearsed. Cranston is my dude. He's one of those guys that like, I went on. I went on like a short tour with him like 2019 summer, that like. I've only ever practiced with him through playing gigs live with him. That's awesome. Like, that's cool. I'll just sit so in you, and we'll play. You
0: sit there and you're pretty much like a player where you're oh, gonna go play. hundred percent.
1: That's awesome. Yes. Good for you. Uh, like that
0: makes me very happy.
1: And I you. wanna play more. Like I was playing in this band Low Cut Connie for a minute. I was touring with them last summer. I was I was kind of an auxiliary player, but like, no, I mean I would love to play I just wanna like play. With as many people like spread my seed out there, get my music out there, col- co- connect and collaborate with people. Like that's what I'm trying to do. Like, I don't even care. Like to me, success is like, there's a part of it that is for me being acknowledged for my work and being respected for my talents as a musician. And as a person, I'm not even gonna say as a woman, cause I don't even like buy into that. I'm just like, you're a person. Yeah. Yeah. It's not about being man or woman. It's not about being you're black or white, yeah. right? You are a musician. And you just put in your time, and for me, I just put myself and align myself with people that like respect and understand that, and respect and understand me for for the work I put in and the person I am, and I don't have problems. Knock on wood. Do every now and then. Do every yeah. now and then. But I don't. I just kind of don't feed it. I just I have great people around me that I play with, that I work with, that I want to play with. Anyway, but like for me, it's just like I just want to succeed. I want to get out there. I want to be more than just being in Asbury Park or New Jersey because it's, for me, it's not about just being in the, <laughs> it's not just about being, like for me, my goals were never just like, I want to be in Asbury Park. I want to be in the fucking world. So that's yeah. That's right.
2: Because we run a lot, we run across a lot of Asbury bends and we've had a lot of them on here and a lot of them were like, oh, you know, we're pretty big in the Asbury scene. And we try to relay the fact, like, you're a shark in a very little pond. Yes. Very yes. little pond. Yes. It's like, there's a whole, a whole big world. ocean out there.
1: So I was in LA last week. I got an opportunity to play a gig, and I was like, fuck it. I'm taking it.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I'm
1: going. I'm meeting musicians. It's like That's, I think, the positive of, of what we do is, like, being able to put yourself out there and meet people and connect with people. Like, not just the fans, but the artists. I think all of it. But it's, like... Yeah, for me, that is what would be success for me. I mean, I want to tour. I want to play festivals. I want to be a band like My Morning Jacket. That's like kind of what I equate my sound to is like the female My Morning Jacket meets Amy Winehouse because like my voice is kind of jazzy and when it's more on the electric side of things, it can be more on the jazzy side, but also on the heavier side. But it's finding that balance because like you were saying, vocals are really important. It can't just be like this. But I don't know. I just kind of go with where my heart is at. Right now, my heart's been in a much more heavier musical place okay. than it has Nothing been before. No, it always,
2: it'll always change. Yeah. it yeah. always change.
1: Exactly. Like, that's really what interests me right now.
2: You know, is, I think she's a, she's a prime candidate for the project we keep talking about but never do.
3: Uh, what we, is that? We
2: want to do where we just bring in... It's either going to be write a song or take a cover song and deconstruct it and make it in your own version. But just take... Random musicians, like a drummer and a singer and a guitar player that never, never even met each other. Just stick them in the studio. Hell yeah. Lock the door and be like, you got three hours. I love that. Let's see what happens.
1: Call me up. That's the shit I love.
2: Yeah. Just spontaneous. Just throw a bunch of different, you know, people with different flavors in the room and See where it goes.
1: Like, I love everything. I, I was, I want to play and like, like when I was in Brooklyn, I played in like this really heavy, like doom psych rock band that was two guitars and drums. It was like fucking wild. It was just sound, but it was awesome. Like I will play that. I, I love everything from like, you know, like Jeff Buckley to thin Lizzy to like Ty Seagal to, or Ty Seagal, I always say I <laughs> to like, um, the band and in Incubus. And like, I studied jazz. That's how I understand music. It's not how I, it's not what I wanna play. But like, and Pink Floyd, like Pink Floyd's one of my favorite bands of all time, like, like hands down. So, but also, like, yeah, I love Mastodon and like, there's like band, there's like metal bands and and more heavier rock. I love Sabbath. Like, there's these, I just kind of hear, there's so much good music out there. And it's like, it's exciting to me, but. Just all the fucking bullshit that I There's always going. I'm just going I know, it's true. Everything you in you life You never escape the bullshit. No, ever. it's true. It's true. So anyway. All right.
0: So get her in there into the studio. Have her play a couple tunes for us. Yeah.
4: Hell yeah.
2: Got one more question for you.
4: Okay.
0: If
2: you can change one thing about the local music scene. One singular thing. What would it be and why?
1: We need Okay. Um, I just feel like there needs to be, in a nutshell, places in the community where, like, fans can come, not have to, like, can sell cheap tickets, can have, like, a community hub to bring other artists in so that they can get out and also expand their markets. And you
2: also don't have the stress of, like, 50-ticket minimums or 100-ticket minimums. or
1: Exactly. And I think that, like... I don't I don't know because right now the way that the scene is is it's just not it's not really in the favor of the artist or or in favor of the artist like trying to succeed outside of the region. Yeah,
2: well the other problem is is everything is so expensive these days. It's exactly. hard to maintain a place like that. Exactly. And keep a consistent cash flow going through if you're being 100%. that good of the
1: bands. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I'm thinking like <laughs> maybe it has to be like a community hub. Like maybe it's something that's not just music, but it's like also studio spaces or it's something like where people can throw photography show or or like a house show right like I think like I don't know there's just there seems to be a lacking of a place where like artists can kind of have a safe space to maybe it's another gallery you know where people can just it can be a small room and where artists get like a hundred percent of the door or something a business that already exists that can also help the artists there just feels like community hubs in the scene don't necessarily exist but it also again I'm thinking about this in terms of like a more like how can we get out of town bands in and how can we help the bands here get out of the scene there are some bands that maybe don't want to do that I have a different goal I have different plans but I think I think bringing it back down always to the community level because that's what art needs to thrive I think that's the where I'm getting with this long-winded answer (laughs) Because it doesn't feel like there's much of a community in Asbury right now. It's very, very touristy, which is fine. There's people around that's great. That's good for all the businesses. And that's also good for like playing shows where hopefully people will show from out of town. But
0: not I if you're the one, not the one playing in front of them.
1: I know. Because I don't,
0: those guys don't want to see original music. Those guys are going to go see the Bruce tributes I know. and whatever else. So. I th-
1: I think, too, it would be good for... Okay, I just think anything community oriented. happy Mondays. They brought happy Mondays back. Thank fucking God. Happy Mondays is great. It is now like one of the only things, places that you can bring an out of town touring band in. That's not going to like, oh, my God, be so stressful. Like I put this four band build together at the Wonder Bar at the end of June. We had a New York band, but it was so much work. It was so much work. And then it was like, oh, we're not selling consignment tickets anymore, so they have to either buy at the box office or online. But the, I had a fifteen dollars ticket price point, and online it was nineteen fifty because of Ticketmaster fees. So it's like all these little things that are like, why are you trying? And it's not the venue; like the venue was, they're like, don't just buy at the box office. We don't. But that's what Ticketmaster is now. So I think finding a a space that could be community driven. Maybe not just music because you make such a good point about we got to keep the lights on. And that's the problem is like just well, having got to a...
2: find a way to pull some of the hands out of the cookie jar.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, what is I'm curious to know your opinion on that. I mean, what do you think is the answer or the solution to that problem? Or do you do you not want to share?
0: <laughs> yeah, because you'll just edit mine out.
1: So
2: <laughs> I've come to learn that Jeff's Jeff's right on a lot of it. you usually got to burn the fucking thing down and start over.
4: Yeah.
0: Burn. Get out. Get the cancer out and get somebody new in there that doesn't have, oh, wait, $12? No, $17. Oh, not $17, 25 yeah. Oh, wait, not $25, 65 like, Yeah, I don't know.
1: And I don't know that it's Asbury anymore. Like, let's do Long Branch. Right,
0: Asbury is just. Long Branch I've is great. I've seen that before. Tom's River yeah. was very, or Seaside, Tom's River, Ocean County, whatever. Yeah. It was very like that.
1: Mm, interesting.
0: And then it became a tourist spot. Yeah, and, and the then condos, and the condos, and, and fancy bars, and all this, and that was it. It just, just ate, ate itself. itself yeah, mm, and yeah. Asbury's very quickly doing. The I same
1: know. Thing. I I see that. Everybody and does now. I know. And, and all, I called it ten years. ago. All my friends. I know a lot of my friends. I won't name names, but, like, some of the guys that have been around town for a while who have very strong opinions about it. But, like, I feel like, yeah, I don't know. It's a place like Long Branch. Somewhere where there's, yeah. like, or, like, place where there can be house shows. I just think... Yeah, but they're saying Long Branch,
2: Long Branch is going to get built up just like Asbury just You once. think so- Broadway, though? Like, that, <laughs> like yeah, but they I'm have... Saying, that's, like, the next on the list. I it was, know. like, Red Bank, then Asbury, and now Long Branch is starting to rebuild. So you could do it there, but it would be phased out within a matter of, you know, eight to ten years.
1: Yeah. I think the solution is, like, to have a bunch of other artists come together and do something that's, like, a collaborative space. Yeah. Because I don't see how, like, it has to be about the community and it has to be about, like, it has to be, like, many people coming together on a same page yeah, thing.
2: Yeah, but it's probably gonna piss people off me saying this. But in today's day and age, most people are like, "Fuck everybody else. I'm I know. taking care mm-hmm. of
1: me." And it's hard because it's stressful, and there's only enough hours in the day, and cost of living. Mm-hmm. You yeah. just were saying everything is so expensive.
2: Well, that's kind of why we started this was just to bring like a community aspect to it. I love where, that. <clears throat> you know, I tell every band that comes in here: the more you share the, your podcast from from us, yeah, you're you're giving access to, from for that person to see every other band we've ever had on here.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that's great. And I feel the same way. And I think I think there is something this is a positive of social media. And there's something mm. not to be taken lightly is that we have the access and ability to have a community online. And I think this is part of the conversation I was having with that, you know, guy a while ago about TikTok and social mm. media is that he okay. was he, he he had such a great spin on it which he's like, you need to understand, Rachel, that you have access to millions of fans. At your fingertips that never existed before how amazing is that he's like if you play your cards right and i know it's not fun he's like but as someone in the industry that's giving you advice if you play your cards right and you just focus on this one thing you will see growth you will see fans and you are at an advantage because you already know how to play so many of these TikTok stars they're getting fucking asked to play Radio City, Madison Square Garden, they and they have a meltdown because they don't know how to play a show because they've never played a show. Oh, that's that's so what's happening. like I
2: looked into that one. And that this Krancil is why was telling I am us the the, way I am. the one with the the chick that sang the song about the fish, the
4: frog, oh, yeah. or fish. Yes. And yeah, she, had, she he, went to Bonnaroo. Talked about and that. The
2: Bonnaroo, and like, what else are you going to play? You have one song.
1: Yeah, one right, song. right. So if you play your cards right, and you actually like see see the system to be like okay this is the world we're living in now you so, just got to
2: find a way to beat the algorithms yeah.
1: or or and and stay and my thing is i was like and just try and stay genuine like that's going to be my goal with this record release it's like you know what I'm not going to sit there and be like, Kevin, get ready with me. Like, let's make a meal. I oh mean, like, <laughs> fuck that shit. I don't care. I don't want to fucking see what your day is like. Nobody cares. I don't care what you did in the weekend. <laughs> I
0: love this chick. I know. I, see what I'm about <laughs> to say. I was like, I like her. That's kind of funny. Like,
1: <laughs> fuck, it makes me so, it's so cringy. I'm like, no, I will figure out a way to spread the good word and put stuff out there that's meaningful, whether it's my art or something I have to say. And you use it, same thing, like, for you guys, like, you guys have this podcast, you, you have social media, you make such a good point. Yeah, all these audiences and, band, like, band peop, bandmates coming in and sharing it, like, I think that's, like, it sucks because I hate to think that the world, that community only exists online now, but it does, in yeah. a lot of ways, exist online. So, maybe it's just finding that balance of, like, how can we find our communities online and then bring that into like the real yeah. world. Mm-hmm. The
2: only problem we run into is we see there's a, def- like a definitive difference between bands. Like I'll tell them to share it and it helps, you know, the other, yeah, yeah. as of right now, I think we got like 35 episodes out. Awesome. It helps all those bands. Yeah. But then there's a lot of bands that come in here. Like, what is your podcast going to do for me? Yeah. You know, it's like we're, we do this for nothing for people. And we just, yeah. we're, and we're, our, our, our objective is to just grow it to a point where when you come on, all these other bands are going to bring you a, even if it's only five or ten people it's still five or ten people that yeah. never got to see you before and
1: I think that you know what that's your that's your motive and that's like that's a beautiful mission statement and just keep putting that out there and you'll find the right people and yeah. the rest will just like fuck them you know they'll just like melt away hopefully
0: you gotta come back on again
1: <laughs> I will and, and
0: bring Dan next
3: time <laughs>
1: <better>. yeah well <laughs> that's the thing I guess and that's kind of what keeps me sane and all this is just being like alright but it's really hard because I get really affected by the noise. of Being like, okay, how can I put my most genuine, authentic self forward? You should a- say, "Fuck them." Yeah, <laughs> that's
2: all. That's it. That's all there is to it. <laughs> Fuck them. Hi, I'm Jeff.
0: Have you met me? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love that. It's so important. Yeah. It's so important, and. Like again, I'm I'm still thinking about this question you asked me. I'm gonna be thinking about this because it's like, what is the solution? Is the solution just find uh, a new scene in, in New Jersey? Is it? Such it's different things.
2: It's cyclical, so you know, the, the, it's gonna cr- it's gonna come up and then it's gonna crash. And yeah. Then, and then yeah. like like Asbury, it's gonna go up and then it's gonna crash. And when it crashes, the artists will move back in. Yeah. And then the cycle repeats itself.
1: I think the point is, is like if you're a real artist that's really trying to be successful, like. You can't just you just can't stay in one place.
2: Oh no,
0: no I don't think not. so. either. Yeah. I think you got to be out like as much as possible. Yeah,
2: and, so- fr- and from like touring bands that I've known and talked to, it's it's New York, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. That's the problem spot because really it, <clears throat> look at a lot of major rock bands. How many of them actually come to New Jersey? None.
1: Really? You think yeah. so?
2: Most of them, if they come in this area, it's either Philly or New York City. They-
1: I think no, ma- now <laughs> more than ever, the bands are coming to Asbury Park. I mean, um, like
0: no, because the whole uh, insurance thing of New Jersey now, so it yeah. doesn't matter where.
1: Are you talking about like big national acts? Like because yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I mean, I see the bands playing in Asbury this summer. And there's a lot. I mean, like do you know, the band White Reaper.
4: Never even oh heard my of. God, them. they're so good. Let's, they're let's playing the it lanes in
1: two like, <laughs> no they're a huge fucking band
3: okay yeah
1: I mean if you look at the bands playing Summer State too I mean I would say more than more than ever they're having like touring bands coming in through Asbury more than I ever saw growing up I don't know I don't know I guess it depends like they had
2: that's well, like one of my favorite bands right now is Baroness I don't know if you ever listened to them they're phenomenal Sounds really. but funny, they're from you? Philly and you'd think a Philly band would play New Jersey oh no. interesting nope. Nope. Yeah. They play in New York City, Philadelphia, and then that's the only shows they have anywhere in this area.
0: It's it's a whole different thing. Like I said, uh, some of the guys that I do work for, man, insurance in here is like insane. Mm. You want to go insure your venue that you're playing at? The band still has to hold that car. Yeah. Wow. It's a lot of money.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, I feel like the weekend shows for sure of like the well not not even the weekend but I don't know there's there's bands yeah. but there's
0: bands but then there's also if they have an option they're gonna pass just on a weird, it. it. It's just yeah. a weird time in rock and it is.
1: and a weird time in Asbury. I played Asbury yesterday. I played the Asbury Ocean Club for a private private event because mm-hmm. they do like the uh, up you know up in the pool spot which was really nice but it's like. There's so many people around. There's just so many people from out of t- I'm like, I don't recognize anybody in this town anymore. Well, and then These most of those people
2: are. are not paying attention to you.
1: No, no. Or they're just on vacation. Yeah, just background music. Yeah. Background yeah. Yeah. It's just like, it's weird. I don't know. Mm. Anyway.
0: We Thanks. shall see. You're gonna to have to come back and tell us all about love to. and keep that attitude going. Yeah.
1: Trying, <laughs> trying to, trying to, trying to.
2: Thank it. you for coming on.
1: Oh my yes, God! No, thank, thank you guys. You. We had so I'm much fun. so glad. Anytime.
0: We'll get you in the studio, play a couple yes. acoustic songs. I would love that. Okay.
3: Hell
1: yeah!
2: All right. We'll tune in in two weeks for the next episode. Oh, we did. We got to do the sponsors. We didn't even touch the sponsors. Oh my God! You're slacking. Slacking. You suck. As always.
0: I'm so fired.
2: Manifurken <laughs> Brewery. We love Manifurken. At this point, the show has already happened. I hope it went yes. well.
0: I hope it goes well, too. Me, too.
3: <laughs>
2: and uh, we'll, well, I guess we'll announce it on this one. We're going to be doing a second show at Manaferkin on Labor Day weekend, Sunday, September 3rd. And the best part of this show is this fuck ain't going to be there.
0: <laughs> it's probably the best part. Thank you.
2: Yeah, we will have a, uh, a guest boy. host that day on the podcast. <laughs> Mr. Mark, Mr. Mark Ward. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Stop. Yeah, he just goes around pulling people's plugs. That's all. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. You know,
0: that's what you get for fucking playing animal skin. <laughs> anyway. <right?
2: laughs> and then we got Lofadelic Records on Main Street in Belmar. Yes. They're a proud supporter of the
1: podcast. Hell yeah. I yes. love those guys.
2: Yeah. Awesome awesome guys. And uh, then we got our newest one on TrueJersey.com. Yes. They make some awesome t-shirts and stupid shit. And yes. I got a I got a beer koozie with the St. Danny DeVito on it. It's pretty fucking oh, awesome. That's good. That's good. Yeah.
0: I think I got a sticker from New Jersey. It's yeah. It's kind of cool.
2: We got... Uh, Definitely check them out, and uh, I'll put in the description. And we're gonna have a code if you go to truenewjersey Use our code, ten percent off your order.
0: Isn't our code like fucking fourteen thousand lines? <laughs> it is. It's so it's, that, a, it's a long cool. one, but it, it Just works. Copy and paste. Copy and, copy and paste. paste. Copy and paste. All right. Well, thanks again for coming out.
2: Thank,
1: thank you guys thank so you. much. Really it was such it. a pleasure. Absolutely. It
2: was it was a good one. I liked it. it
0: was good. I like her attitude. Yeah,
2: she's she's definitely coming back. Yeah. And I'll we, come when back. When we do our end. little collaborative thing, I'm definitely Hell bringing yeah, you back. yeah! Please
1: in. do anytime. Anytime you guys need a drummer, we'll throw you and in there. I, we do we do that stuff all the time I call him all the time when I have jams I'm like Cran you're gonna play we'll do some drums do some guitar because we're both drumming singers yeah, that's drummers, right I remember him saying singers.
0: that so. yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, I, I told you before last week was our first ever no show and I, the one thing I really loved about Cranston was oh did po-
1: Cranston come on no, a no I posted oh.
2: on, on Instagram saying oh you know it's two and a half years in and we got our first no show I guess that's not too bad and he's like dude next time call me I'll be there in 20 minutes
1: yeah seriously
2: it's <laughs> awesome I love so, him yeah. he
1: is my dude <laughs> okay.
0: All right, well, thanks again. Thank yes, you thank guys you. so much. Good luck out thank there.
1: Thank you. <laughs> See you soon. All right, I'll do one more. Cool. Everything, levels and all, all good. Sweet. All
4: right.
1: So this is the self-titled track off my new record. This is a song called Acceptance. Thank you.
4: wrong. Some days you just don't know what to do. Guess what? I got news for you that no one here has got a clue. Just how or what any of this